The Gentiles shall come to their light, and kings to the brightness of thy rising. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done. And we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Bear thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Adore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind. In Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life. For the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all of their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses. We forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open now our lips. And our mouth shall shall forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise you, the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 31. In thee, O Lord, have I put my trust. Let me never be put to confusion. Deliver me in thy righteousness. Bow down thine ear to me. Make haste to deliver me. And be thou my strong rock and house of defense, that thou mayest save me. For thou art my strong rock and my castle. Be thou also my guide, and lead me for thy name's sake. Draw me out of the net that they have laid privily for me, for thou art my strength. Into thy hands I commend my spirit, for thou hast redeemed me, O Lord, thou God of truth. I have hated them that hold the lying vanities, and my trust hath been in the Lord. I will be glad and rejoice in thy mercy, for thou hast considered my trouble, and hast known my soul in adversities. Thou hast not shut me up into the hand of the enemy, but hast set my feet in a large room. Have mercy upon me, O Lord, for I am in trouble, and mine eye is consumed for very heaviness, yea, my soul and my body. For my life is waxen old with heaviness, and my years with mourning. My strength faileth me because of mine iniquity, and my bones are consumed. I became a reproach among all mine enemies, especially among my neighbors. And they of mine acquaintance were afraid of me, and they that did see me without conveyed themselves from me. I am clean forgotten as a dead man out of mind. I am become like a broken vessel. For I have heard the blasphemy of the multitude and fear is on every side, while they conspire together against me, 
and take their counsel to take away my life. But my hope hath been in thee, O Lord. I have said, Thou art my God. My times are in thy hand. Deliver me from the hand of mine enemies, and from them that persecute me. Show thy servant the light of thy countenance, and save me for thy mercy's sake. Let me not be confounded, O Lord, for I have called upon thee. Let the ungodly be put to confusion, and be put to silence in the grave. Let the lying lips be put to silence, which cruelly, disdainfully, and despitefully speak against the righteous. O oh, how pitiful is thy goodness, which thou hast laid upon up for them that fear thee, and that thou hast prepared for them that put their trust in thee, even before the sons of men. Thou shalt hide them in the covert of thine own presence from the plottings of men. Thou shalt keep them secretly in thy tabernacle from the strife of tongues. Thanks. For he hath showed me marvelous great kindness in a strong city. But in my haste I said, I am cast out of the sight of thine eyes. Nevertheless, thou heardest, my, heardest the voice of my prayer when I cried unto thee. O love the Lord, all ye his saints, for the Lord preserveth them that are faithful and plenteously rewardeth the proud doer. Be strong, and he shall establish your heart all ye that put your trust in the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the fourteenth chapter of the book of Ezekiel. Now some of the elders of Israel came to me and sat before me. And the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, these men have set up their idols in their hearts, and put before them that which causes them to stumble into iniquity. Should I let myself be inquired of at all by them? Therefore speak to them and say to them, Thus says the Lord God, Every one of the house of Israel, who sets up his idols in his heart, and puts before him what causes him to stumble into iniquity, and then comes to the prophet, I, the Lord, will answer him who comes according to the multitude of his idols that I may seize the house of Israel by their heart, because they are all estranged from me by their idols. Therefore say to the house of Israel, Thus says the Lord God, Repent, turn away from your idols, and turn your faces away from all your abominations. For anyone of the house of Israel, or of the strangers who dwell in Israel, who separates himself from me, and sets up his idols in his heart, and puts before him what causes him to stumble into iniquity, then comes to a prophet to inquire of him concerning me, I, the Lord, will answer him by myself. I will set my face against that man, and make him a sign and a proverb, and I will cut him off from the midst of my people. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. And if the prophet is induced to speak anything, I, the Lord, have induced that prophet, and I will stretch out my hand against him and destroy him from among my people Israel. And they shall bear their iniquity. The punishment of the prophet shall be the same as the punishment of the one who inquired. That the house of Israel may no longer stray from me, nor be profaned any more with all their transgressions, but that they may be my people and I may be their God, says the Lord God. Here endeth the first lesson. 
my soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has showed strength with his arm, scared the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hoped in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the fourth chapter of the Gospel according to St. John. Therefore, when the Lord knew that the Pharisees had heard that Jesus made and baptized more disciples than John, though Jesus himself did not baptize but his disciples, he left Judea and departed again into Galilee. But he needed to go through Samaria, so he came to a city of Samaria which is called Sychar, near the plot of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied from his journey, sat thus by the well. It was about the sixth hour. A woman of Samaria came to draw water, and Jesus said to her, Give me a drink, for his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. Then the woman of Samaria said to him, How is it that you, being a Jew, ask a drink from me, a Samaritan woman? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered and said to her, if you knew the gift of God, and who it is who says to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where then do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well, and drank from it himself as well as his sons and his livestock? Jesus answered and said to her, Whoever drinks of this water will thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water, springing up into everlasting life. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation. Thou hast prepared for the face of all people. Be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified dead and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. And thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. 
and with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty and everlasting God, who dost to govern all things in heaven and earth, mercifully hear the supplications of thy people, and grant us thy peace all the days of our life, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merit of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening. Welcome. Just a couple of thoughts on tonight's lessons. Our uh, Old Testament lesson comes from Ezekiel. And Ezekiel is a prophet whose ministry is to the captive people of Israel. Uh, they are uh, have left Jerusalem and are going to Babylon. And it seems that um, there are some elders that have approached Ezekiel. And uh, it seems their posture is to come and inquire of the Lord, to ask questions. We're not really sure what those questions are. But God gives a word to Ezekiel to speak to them. And it seems like the questions that they were asking really didn't have anything to do with what God was wanting to teach them with the captivity. Um, so God was more interested in saying, the information that you're trying to find out is irrelevant. Here is the thing that you need to know. And that is that we're here because of the idolatry of Israel. And idolatry, Is, um, we we read passage after passage of that in um, Kings and in Chronicles and, and of all the kings that did bad is they would set up temples throughout the land for other gods and idols would be in those temples, um, carved images, things to literally bow down before. Um, and that was the outward sign of the inward desire to follow them. And Ezekiel tells them that you have set up idols in your hearts. And that is an inward thing. And Ezekiel realizes, um, well, God speaking through Ezekiel um, is, is telling the people, you need to realize that the beginning of idolatry is an inward thing. It always starts inside of us. And once we have made it to the outward display of, of that idolatry, then it's too late. Um, the outward display is kind of consummated. The inward 
desire and the inward desire is the problem it's it's you have set up idols in your own hearts um and that is the thing that needs to be dealt with and so idea when jesus comes and kind of says the same thing that uh, i care more about the inward state rather than the outward state uh, we can see that israel has always kind of had this problem um, I care about the inward state rather than the outward state, and um, and the you know the the actually consummation of of the fallen desires is the sin that we see. Um, as this looks like what this looks like for all of us is is you know we don't actually worship carved images now, thinking that they're gods, um, but that doesn't mean idolatry has gone away. It just has taken on a different form for us. And um, our idolatry has to, to be anything that takes us away from our life of prayer, um, anything that distracts us from our concentrating on the presence of God. And that may look different for different people. Perhaps maybe it's, you know, watching TV instead of doing evening prayer. In that case, that per particular moment, the TV is the thing that is the idol and, and, and it starts in the heart it's like oh, okay well i you know i think maybe tonight i'm going to do something um instead of of prayer because it's kind of just, i feel like just doing that and um and then bam there you go um you have consummated that desire to watch tv instead of pray with watching tv instead of praying and the way that we combat that is to um work against it instead of saying okay well i want to watch tv tonight so i'm going to say I ought to pray, so that's what I'm going to do instead. And creating those habits of denying ourselves those things that we want, um, over time, it's easier to say no to those things, and it's easier to say yes to um, seeking God in prayer. And, um, you know, we've got Lent coming up on the horizon, and Lent gives us that opportunity. It gives us that we don't need to be exiled into Babylon by God, we have Lent that gives us that reason to kind of look within ourselves. Um, and it gives us that reason to say, okay, do I have any idols in my life that um, maybe I'm holding on to or distracting me from prayer? And this is the time right now to start thinking of that to help construct a meaningful and fruitful fast for, uh, for our Lent. Um, and, and so that's, that's what we ought to be doing now. And Lent is a gift for us so that it gives us a chance to turn toward God instead of us feeling the full consequences of constantly denying God and going for the idols. And when we look at our um, New Testament reading, we, we have Jesus talking to a Samaritan woman, and he talks about um, the living water and he says, um, let's see. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water, bringing up into everlasting life. That's what Jesus says about the living water. But the water that I shall give will become in him. So it's an, inter an, an internal thing. Um, the water that he's talking about is the Holy Spirit. And he gives us the Holy Spirit within us. And, and so um, that 
Holy Spirit is the changed desires of our hearts. It is we've set up God as God, not an idol as God. And when God is in our lives and when God is the center of our being, then that is, um, that's where, um, that's the internal thing that happens that leads to everlasting life. And that internal nature within us um, has a outward physical sign to it as well in how we treat our neighbors, how we treat ourselves, and how we live the rest of our lives in community with other people who are doing the same thing. And so um, really, I guess the takeaway of these lessons is that our internal, um, the, the internal condition of our soul is the important thing. And the only way to make the internal condition of our soul um, healthy is to seek God inwardly to be, um, you know, to be diligent in our lives of prayer, to be um, getting away distractions that take us away from God and to be concentrating on God in our lives. Um, and so it's just a couple of thoughts on this evening's lessons. We will uh, continue evening prayer with the Litany for the Church and Evangelism, since it is Wednesday night. Please uh, speak aloud to the italicized portions um, with us. We offer litany for the church and evangelism this evening to the glory of God for the prayers and attentions of those who are present as well as those who are within the diocese. We ask that God would um, give us a, a fruitful epiphany season that we may um, re be revealed, that God's presence would be revealed uh, more and more to us in new ways this season that God would help to prepare us for a fruitful Lent, and that um, God would create and maintain opportunities of mission and ministry within our diocese and the other parishes and communities our diocese is working with. O God, the Father, creator of heaven and earth. Have mercy upon us. O God, the Son, redeemer of the world. Have mercy upon us. O God, the Holy Ghost, sanctifier of the faithful. Have mercy upon us. O holy, blessed, and glorious Trinity, one God. Have mercy upon us. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and that it may please thee to rule and govern thy holy church universal in the right way. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to so to rule the hearts of thy servants the President of the United States, the Governor of this state and all in authority, that they may above all things seek thy honor and glory. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to eliminate all bishops, priests, and deacons with true knowledge and understanding of thy word, and that both by their preaching and living they may set it forth and show it accordingly. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to send forth laborers into thy harvest. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give to all thy people increase of grace, to meekly thy word and to receive it with pure affection, and to bring forth the fruits of the Spirit. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to comfort and relieve all those who are anyways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate.
giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to forgive our enemies, persecutors, and slanderers, and to turn their hearts. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give us true repentance. Forgive us all our sins, negligences, and ignorances, and to endue us with the grace of thy Holy Spirit to mend our lives according to thy holy word. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. We may please thee to have mercy on the faithful departed, granting them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God and it may please thee to fill us with the gifts of the Holy Spirit for the work and ministry and the building up of the body of Christ. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give us power through the Holy Spirit to be thy witnesses in word and deed in our homes, work, and leisure. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to convert hearts through our ministry and add continually to our number of those who are being saved. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord that it may please thee to bless our ministry of word and sacrament, opening minds to understand the scriptures and making thyself known in the breaking of the bread. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to make us ready always to give an answer to anyone who asks the reason for the hope that is within us. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to put it into our hearts to seek out and find thy lost sheep and bring them back into thy fold. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That may please thee to fill us with such love for one another that all may perceive in our midst the presence of Christ, be drawn in his holy fellowship and service. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. Almighty and everlasting God, who didst endue thy church with power from on the high on the day of Pentecost, for thy Holy Spirit upon us perish and grant unto us all things that are needful for our spiritual welfare. Enlighten and guide our clergy and lay workers, strengthen and increase the faithful. Visit and relieve the sick, turn and soften the wicked, rouse the negligent and careless, recover the fallen, restore the penitent, remove all hindrances to the advancement of thy truth, bring all to be of one heart and mind within the fold of thy holy church. The honor and glory of thy name through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost with Saul more. Amen. Thank you, Rochelle, for reading and responding tonight. Thank you all for being here. Hope you have a great and, and marvelous Wednesday night. Thank you, Commander. <laughs> Thank you. Have a marvelous Thank evening. Thank you. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Good night.